Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. Hello and welcome to episode 172 of Lesbians Who Write. This week's topic is Forming Habits That Stick. Joining me, Claire Lydon, is my co-host, the habit wrangler, T.B. Markinson. Hello, T.B. How are you today? I really like the deer in headlights expression you just got where you're just like, fuck, I didn't write this down and I don't know what to say. That was awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. I could see you laughing at me. <laughs> anyway, what's going on over there? Uh, well, I would like to um, clarify, is this um, forming good habits or bad habits? Because I excel at forming the bad. Well, you know, you can be the bad cop, I'll be the good cop. All right. As for what's going on in my world over here, Miranda and I are working on our next co-write. It's taking a bit to get back into the swing of writing after like the holidays. And as you know, I always struggle in January. It's my least favorite month. I know it's your favorite month. It's my least favorite month. It's dark all the time. It's bloody cold. We've been having lots of snow, rain, ice. I haven't been getting in as many hikes. And it just messes up my schedule and my rhythm. So today's topic might be perfectly timed. I'm relying on you to help me form some good habits because I excel at the bad. Okay, I'm here for you, TB. So there's writing that's happening. Also on uh, IHS, there's a lot going on, as usual. Our big project right now is we're uh, spearheading a favorites anthology um, where we're asking sapphic authors to submit their favorite scene just one favorite scene, and I know that's going to be hard for some to choose, just one favorite scene. The collection is, is going to be a promotional collection with a bunch of different authors. It's going to be available on Book Funnel for free, and then authors can include like their buy links and website and newsletter sign up, and then we're going to advertise the heck out of it. So um, we have some big names already involved, including uh, Jay, Hey Jay, Cheyenne Blue, MJ Duncan, Karen Callmaker, Adrian J. Smith, Cara Malone, and many others. So if you are listening to this when it comes out, uh, the deadline to submit is February 5th, 2023. In case you're listening to this in 2025, uh, it has passed by then. But it's probably still available on Book Funnel, so go and have a look at it. Yes, and uh, TB just said to me before we got on air, have you thought about um, submitting a scene? <laughs> she knows how bad I am at looking at emails and then remembering the emails. So... Um, I, I hope to be in it as well. Well, I hope so. I hope so, and I will nag you. I'm good at that. I also have your actual phone number, so I can nag you direct. <laughs> you can. You can send me uh, WhatsApp messages at 2 a.m., which is only 9 p.m. your time. So, yeah. So if you start getting a bunch of messages with this, like, a knife, stabby knife, <laughs> you know what it means. Oh, it's taking a turn. But uh, for people who are listening, I will drop the link for uh, the author sign-up link, so it will be in the show notes. Also... I think I mentioned that I'll be in New Jersey for a GCLS event this March, and I just found out that I'll be on an indie writing panel that's going to be moderated by Cindy Rizzo. But the panelists, I'm pretty excited about the panelists. Um, I'm also excited to see Cindy again. Cindy's absolutely delightful. But I'm going to be on a panel that includes Rachel Lacey, Susan X. Meager, Jamie Moody, Kimberly Todd. I mean, we got some royalty on that panel right there. I think you're the queen. Uh, I don't want to. That seems like a lot of work. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I've watched like enough episodes of The Crown to realize that it's stressful. 
but really you, stressful it is true it is stressful but you get all your meals cooked you know you get a nice balcony to have a look out of every morning so swings and roundabouts think on the one of the one of the good things about going to this event is it's well it's in new jersey but it's close to new york so i'll be able to go to new york and i started thinking about that when i was writing this up yesterday i haven't been back to new york since the pandemic started yeah i haven't been to new york since our honeymoon which is nine years ago so that's a long time isn't it you honeymoon in new york we did a week in new york and a week in mexico very different things they were very different things <laughs> if wow. i could if i could do it again i'd do the city week first and the and the beach week last second but we did it the other way around and so um that was a bit of a mistake yeah, because New York's like you don't rest in New York. No, but I do like, like you rest on the beach. Yes, but I do like New York. You see, you know, it was still nice to go. Then final news: I've been working a lot because you know that's what I do. But uh, you know, we have this like Puritan work ethic in America that I pretty much took to heart. <laughs> like I never, I never uh, really learned how to relax very well, which is part of my problem. I have been watching a new TV show that Adrian J. Smith recommended to me. It's called Sanctuary about Supernatural. So I'm assuming that is one you are just going to jump on right away. You love your fantasy series. I know you do. My God, that sounds right up my alley. Thanks for letting me know. Well, this part might hook you. The, um, the lead, the female of the um, st- uh, the show, she's pretty, she's pretty hot. Okay, all right. Well, no, it's still not going <laughs> to... Is it still fantasy, though? It's still fantasy and there's still supernaturals and it's still like a long you know convoluted storyline that i know you you're not a big fan of yeah trying to piece all the puzzle pieces together so but in other news in my other relaxation um i've been listening to something to talk about by meryl wilsner have you read that one i have read that one did you like it i'm only about halfway through i did like it i'm I- enjoying the um the witty banter and everything thing i did like it I wanted them to kiss sooner, so um, that's the only thing I think I remember. But it was well, it was well. Yeah, it's a very slow burn, and you know that's nothing to do with the writing. She can write clearly; she can write. In fact, I've just bought her most recent one because I read the look inside, and it completely hooked me. Mistakes were made, Um, so I think you know that is the complete opposite. They shag in the first chapter in the look inside, so I was like, yeah, I'll buy that one. After the slow burn, when you went to check to see when the sex was going to happen, is um, that what you're thinking? Well, <laughs> I was in. I was intrigued by a great title. I think mistakes were made, and I read the blurb, and I liked the blurb. Then I read the first chapter. I've yet to read the rest of the book because this is what I do. I just buy books and then I forget about them on my Kindle. But I will get to it. Are you enjoying it anyway? I am enjoying it, and I also have uh, mistakes were made on um, audio, so I will be listening to that one soonish hopefully if i can keep up the habit of listening to a book at night that that's it on my end work 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 supernaturals and sapphic fiction so pretty normal for me Mm. what about you i want you to say that work 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 yeah you gotta work 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 okay next time you do that the song right yeah which who's it by now it's don't ask me that i i can never remember that some popular a popular lady singer anyway crashing say is it can't can't remember crashing on crashing on so over here uh i have 
uh, we're, we're recording on um, Tuesday the 26th and last week I was in Whitstable so as we said January and we will talk about this in the habit section but I love January and one of the reasons I love January is because I go to Whitstable for a week and this week um, this year I did it on my own so uh, my wife did come down for the last couple of days for the Friday Saturday but um, during the week I had three and a half days on my own in Whitstable um, because the last two years I've taken writing pals with me and while that was nice I thought this year I wanted to do it on my own because I just had some stuff to work out and so it was actually nice I do like doing this sort of thing on my own it's nice to just get completely away um, and you'll be pleased to know I, I did a new house this week to, uh, this year TV uh, in Whitstable new flat actually and it was gorgeous I think it was my favorite one I've stayed in yet and it had those big bifold doors with a patio and the sun streaming in I had lovely weather it was it was it was sunny it was crisp it was cold um, so it was perfect for getting out on the beach and walking so I got a lot done no writing done but I got a lot of thinking done and I got a lot of plotting done for upcoming books so I've just about finished the plot for London 9 and I had fleshed out another idea as well that I wanted to get done um, so I was pretty pleased with my week just goes to show it's good to get away especially because I just sent the um, football book off to my editor and that just came back this morning and I'm like why are you so quick <laughs> always, that always is a little bit of a, a downer when you get it back when you don't want it <laughs> I was thinking oh I might have at least till next week no damn you you took two weeks bang on anyway and now uh, this week as well I've gone back you remember I hired that workspace for a while at the, at the start of last year uh, because all my neighbours were having renovations done so I, I was co in a co-work space I've been thinking lately do I need to go back there just for a little change up of scene you know have it in my back pocket maybe go there two or three days a week but I went in there on Monday because they had a free come and try it for a free week so I went back on Monday and I, one thing I forgot about it is it's fucking freezing in there. It was so cold, so I haven't been back. I'm going back tomorrow just so I can hand my key back in. But uh, no, I'm not going back. <laughs> Too cold. It's so cold in the UK at the moment. And I don't think they put the heat on very much. And I can't work when I'm cold. It's kind of a miserable existence, yeah. yeah. If you're like... I mean, already we're kind of struggling to write because writing's hard. And then if you... All you can think about is like you can't feel your fingers. Yeah. <laughs> not great yeah one thing that I did do uh when I was down there as well actually I should talk about this in the habit thing but I I was uh, I was doing a money manifesting five-day course so and that's all about kind of habit changing as well so I'll talk about that uh, in the habit bit so I made time for that as well uh, and talking of money manifesting I got a tax rebate you know we were going on about I paid my tax I've already got a rebate what's that about but anyway I was like... Is that a refund? Like you, they gave you money back? Yes. Not like a discount? <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay. okay. <laughs> but they gave me 25% of the money that I paid in December back in January. I don't understand it. And they worked out. So their calculations are rubbish. Is this like a tax scam just so they can make money on in a month? I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I know with uh, Massachusetts state tax, like I paid what I was told to pay and then um, like... A couple of months ago, I got a tax ref, uh, uh, a check from them saying like, "Oh, we're you know, everyone's overpaid and we're giving you money back." And I was just like, "Can't you just hold it on to it now? Because like, it's tax season. Like, just like hold on to it and off the taxes I'm supposed to owe now." But um, I'm just like, "Why are we just doing this circle of money?" Yeah, 
Yeah, well, that's what. Yeah, because I've got to pay some more tax in July, and basically it's the same amount back. But I thought, no, I'm gonna. They said, do you want us to keep it on file? And I'm like, no, you can give me that shit back. That's six months. You're not having the interest from that. <laughs> well, I didn't have that option, so yeah. But they just sent it, and I got it in the mail, and I was like, why is why is Massachusetts? First, I thought it was a con. So I was like, there's no way this is happening. I'm getting a check, but uh, yeah, got a check. Excellent. And the other thing that happened. Now I'm going. I'm going to see some uh, ladies play football, as was my one of my New Year's resolutions this weekend. So that's exciting, even though it is Spurs and we just can't help losing at the moment. Um, men and women, <laughs> rubbish. I went to my first Spurs game. Um, on my, you know, I bought season tickets for the men. So uh, I took my Arsenal supporting friend to see Tottenham Arsenal and we were absolutely terrible and we lost 2-0 and Arsenal absolutely creamed us and it was a tra- it was a tragedy on a football pitch, TB. You didn't take your wife who's an Arsenal fan? No, she had the first option but she doesn't, she gets too nervous watching them, she didn't want to go. She's coming to, with me to see Tottenham Man City so, uh, and then she can fully support Tottenham. I don't think she likes coming and not supporting the same team. Um, and the other thing that happened, which is really exciting, and um, so I would say, if anybody else is out there and wants to send me invites, please do. But somebody heard our podcast, TB, in that there London, and in the last space of the last three or four weeks, I've been invited to come to see two queer plays because people have heard our podcast. So that's good, isn't it? Our, our fame is our, our voices are reaching far and wide. So I'm going to see. Are you ready? A musical on Section 28. Yeah. For those of us who don't know what Section 28 is, that the one that criminalised being gay? It uh, well, it it not criminalised being gay. It banned the promotion of homosexuality in schools. So okay. uh, so basically, you couldn't talk about being gay. Don't say it was basically the don't say gay. But uh, and it was up and running my entire childhood so you know it was and it was bang in the in the 80s I don't think it was repealed to the late 90s something like that maybe even the 2000s it, it's, it was really re- quite recent but my entire upbringing being gay was something very bad and actually against the law to talk about it in public public schools but now they're doing a musical about it um be interesting and then I'm going to see another play uh, another queer play about a woman in her 30s being invited to see plays. That's nice. Anyone in the New York, uh, Boston area wants to give me free tickets to musicals and plays, I am I am open. Yeah. <laughs> and I am also open to anything in London. I, I love going to see um, live art. So, uh, yeah, send me send me your invites. I'm all over it. Okay, comments. Comment, Mona. So what you got? Okay, so yesterday, Miranda and I were, uh, uh, we recorded an episode for Sasha Black's The Rebel Authored Podcast. And when Sasha sent an email, uh, she said some very kind words, and I thought I would share them. So um, she wrote, TV, your show with Claire has really helped inspire and encourage me on this journey, so thank you for all that you do. So, well, thank you, Sasha, for having uh, Miranda and I on your podcast and for the lovely words. It it keeps us going when we realize that we have an impact, not just the free movie or theater tickets, but also making an impact. I mean, we prefer the free tickets, right? But no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, Sasha's podcast is also very good. I've been on it before. And um, I know that um, she's contacted me and told me that as well. So, yeah, we're, we're pleased to be having an impact, aren't we? Yes, yes. So um, that's it for comments on this end. Do you have any comments on your end before I move to coffee? 
Um, I do. Uh, Trudy says um, she really enjoys the podcast. She volunteers at a local humane society taking care of cats and she listens while giving TLC to critters waiting for adoption. Who doesn't love that? Wow. That's that's amazing. I know. Thank you for, for helping animals in need too. So what a, what a good person. Well done, Trudy. And I got another question. Somebody asked me. <laughs> now, it's a menopause moment, TB. Um, somebody asked me this question on something was it facebook was it twitter was it instagram i don't know for the life of me i can't find it i've checked all my socials and that i i replied to this person and said yes 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 we'll cover that next time on the podcast i can't find it if you're listening i know you listen can you get back in touch with me and ask me again you don't remember what the question is that you said yes we will cover well let's hope it was <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing if it was habits? Yeah, no, really sorry. I uh, email me again, Twitter me again, whatever, however you did it. All right, all right. Is that is that it for your comments on your side? So um, we have a lovely uh, cat person and then uh, a senior moment for you. Okay, <laughs> a senior moment. Yeah. All right. So we have a copy update. Um, author, uh, sapphic author Emmy Tudor wrote, I was listening to your podcast for the end of 2022 and the beginning of 2023 today and just wanted to you to know how much I enjoyed them. At first, I was thinking about all the things I didn't accomplish in 2022, but listening to you two reminded me of the good things that happened. My partner and I both survived some serious health issues. I left a job I had grown to hate, and I wrote 50,000 words for NaNoWriMo. Not exactly what I had planned, but it was still a cup is half full kind of year. Hope 2023 is fabulous for you both. Looking forward to the next podcast. So I think it's a great reminder that even when you're having a bad year, still good stuff does happen and you should appreciate the good and not dwell on the bad, which is also kind of a good um, segue into our habits. Wise words, TB. When did you become such a sage? Earth been this wise ever since I came out. Oh, birth. Okay. Oh, one thing I should say before we get onto habits is, uh, even though I appreciate your segue there, um, I just want to mention again uh, my Worcester talk. So I'm doing a talk at the Hive um, Library, uh, which looks dead fancy, in Worcester on February the 22nd. So if you are in the Midlands area, it's Worcester, UK, not Worcester, um, where is it? MA? Yeah, Massachusetts. Ma- Mass. It's not I'm Worc- sure Worcester is everywhere. Yeah, it's not Worcester, Mass. It's Worcester in the Midlands in the UK. So I'm going up there um, on February the 22nd. So please do come along. Uh, it's going to be a, a great evening of LGBTness for LGBTQ History Month. And um, I am going to be there answering a Q&A and signing books if anybody wants me to sign a book and all that. Come along and say hi. Okie dokie, and don't forget to send me that link so I can put it in the show notes because I'll never find it on my own. Right, I will. Okay. So let's get on to the topic of hand, which is making habits that stick. So um, we were trying to come up with a topic this time round, and I just thought, well, this is something that everybody's trying to do, right? Um, especially in January is that, that everyone has great intention at the start of the year but we we are recording on the 26th by the time this comes out it'll be what is it the 31st maybe i think so uh, you've had a month how how are your habits going if you're anything like us it's it's a mixed bag am i right tb i love how you already assumed it's a mixed bag for me but you yes you are correct (laughs) i'm just psychic like that but you know habits doing habits and making them stick it's really hard but once once you get 
uh, momentum. It's all about momentum. Um, then they can stick. The the problem is that um, I did this last year. I started off my yoga and I was like in a roll, man. I I did yoga like four or five times a week for about three months. But then like you know that that was and then my dad died and then my whole um, routine got thrown in the air and I never got it back. So I guess it's it's sort of making habits stick. But also then, you know, life just happens. You're like, you know, it, it doesn't have to be somebody dying. It could be just a, an event happens in your life. Uh, but you've got to try and get back on the horse. I didn't last year. So this is why I'm really trying to do it this year. <laughs> With mixed results, I've got to say. But one day at a time and keep going. How do you wanna how do you wanna come at this? Shall I shall I say a bit more? Do you wanna say do you wanna give a little intro? I, when I started thinking about this, I my first thought was that it's kind of weird that as a professional writer who's been doing this for uh, almost a decade, I'm still like, I need to develop better writing habits. <laughs> but sometimes I feel like such a fraud. And I know people like listen to our podcast and we influence people. And then I'm always like, don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm doing half the time. But um, I think that's something we always need to keep in mind that with habits, because life ebbs and flows sometimes you're in a good spot in life and sometimes um like everything comes crashing down like COVID or you have like a personal upheaval with like a death in the family end of a relationship so it's something that we constantly have to adapt to and pivot to to develop better habits it doesn't mean that you're bad at what you do you just have to recognize that things happen I've been reading uh, lately a book called Wintering by Catherine May. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a it's a book. It's like a memoir uh, book, but it's it's sort of talking about how winter is winters happen all through your life and how to get through them and how to see the value in them, overcome the pain in them. So it's not necessarily just about a season. It's it, it's about different seasons in your life. And I suppose changes. It's it's about those changes that you might consider negative. How do you t- how do you actually face them, walk into them, embrace them, get through them? And what was my point here? <laughs> not ooh, sure. Ooh, I know. But it sounds like a good book. It is. It is a good book. Yeah. Um, one one of the things she was saying in the bit I was reading last night was about the druids. I know, right? Who expected me to go to the druids here? People often think that you know you can only form good habits once a year at the beginning of the year, but you can do them anytime, right? So, and if you fall out of them, you can get back into them. And the druids, right, have um, they they follow an eight point circular timeline. So, winter solstice, summer solstice are the two key points. But then every six weeks, they have a new thing to a new milestone, I guess, in the year to celebrate and then recalibrate and then go again if you need to. Um, so I, I quite like that. I'm not going to become a druid, but I quite like the whole six week sections. That seemed to me like manageable. If you had something that went wrong or some big change in circumstance, maybe give yourself time, but then maybe at six weeks think, okay, can I put a little bit of my routine back? Um, just something that just something that occurred to me then but I quite enjoyed this I, I thought the Druids they've got something there haven't they? Who are the Druids again? Are they the ones that did Stonehenge? Yes. It's been a while since I thought of the Druids. Yeah me too. In in the book she goes to Stonehenge to spend winter solstice with the Druids. Can they can she tell us what Stonehenge is? Is it is it just a habit forming thing? Is there other like the cycles? She does go into the history of Stonehenge and I did that uh, and you you won't be surprised to hear that I skipped that bit. I was kind of you know skim reading 
you know me in history i was like skim read boring skim read oh back to the druids i'll, I'll read this bit <laughs> they, you know they're part of history right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway back to habits back to habits let me tell you books i've read last year i read james clear's atomic habits now i read it all i liked it Re revisiting it for this topic has made me think I'm, I'm going to read it again because um, I'm not big on I always think I like to read self-help books and this is a good self-help book and it's pretty readable and that's quite unusual I have to say um, I find a lot I, I don't finish many self-help books I start a lot of them don't finish them I read this one I really liked it I recommended it to a lot of people and I think maybe I'll reread it TV's really laughing <laughs> I get really bored with self-help books. I'm like, God, yes, yes. They're quite repetitive, a lot of them, aren't they? I love that we're discussing habits. You're like, I start a lot of self-help books and then I stop. <laughs> you know, I'm keeping it real, keeping it real. Um, so I read that one. And I'm also reading a book at the moment uh, about getting it back into training, uh, like physical training, like lifting and weight training, because that's what I'm trying to do as well. Uh, and he says in this book, this is a book by Dan Holloway, um, who's a, a very lovely uh, poet and author. And he was talking about just changing one small thing. And I think this is key for habits, right? The biggest mistake people make at this time of year is to try and change everything. So you try and change what you eat, what you drink, how you exercise, and you try and do it every day. You will fail. There's nothing, there's no, no two ways about it. If you try to change absolutely everything, it's too much change and no one can cope with it. You can't, believe me. You might think you can, but you can't. The biggest way to make a habit stick is to make it small and do it manageable and then get that one stuck and then you can add something else. So this is what Dan was talking about his, in his book. And also uh, a guy called Mark Replow was on Joanna Penn's podcast um, this week talking about that as well. And I saw him talk about this at the self-publishing formula last year and he was brilliant and he's a really good engaging guy. He writes um, self-help books. <laughs> Maybe I would finish them. Maybe I wouldn't. Uh, but he's he, it's basically just on habits, really. But it's habits for writers. And he was just talking about, you know, if you commit to writing a thousand words every day, you'll have a you'll have a first draft in 70, 80 days. That is true. But as he says, most people fall by the wayside because they can't stick at it or, you know, or they don't make the goal manageable enough. Maybe it's not a thousand words a day, but maybe it's 250 and then you increase it. But, you know, small things add up. Um, that's basically it. So if you're going to try and form a good habit, make it something small, make it something doable and make it something that you want to do as well. I mean, these are, these are all the things that James Clear says, right? He says about having a cue, having a craving, having a response and having a reward. Now, one of the things I could use as a as a example of this is my daily yoga. Now, I, I'm not aiming to do it every single day because I just think, my God, I'm not per no one can be that perfect. Right. But I know if I want to sit at a desk every day, I need to do my 15 minute yoga routine. And the thing is, I quite enjoy it, but I've got resistance to it. But once I got into the role of it last year, I did it. So what I've started to do is I, I do the yoga in my office. So what I started to do is just lay the yoga mat out at the end of the day before I switch my office lights off at like half six, seven. I lay the yoga mat out and then when I come in in the morning, it's there and I think, oh, I've got to do that. If I want to do some work, I need to do my yoga. That is a very clear thing I can do. Make it something I want to do. Like, for instance, I don't like doing 
I wouldn't like doing hot yoga. If I put the heat on and do the yoga, I get really overheated and I don't like doing it. So don't put the heat on and just do the yoga in a calm way. And it really sets up my day. But when I wake up, my immediate thought is, oh, I'll grab my phone and, and doom scroll. But, I, but I'm trying not to do that. And I, I will admit it didn't work for the first week or so. Uh, then I started doing it the second week. Then I went to Whitstable so all my routine are thrown out and I haven't got my yoga mat so I don't do it. But this week I'm back on the horse. So the one thing that James Clear says as well, which I think is, is good, you can have one setback. So you can miss one day. Say you've done two and then you, your goal is five in a row. And you can have one setback but if you do, if you don't go back again the next day, it it's less likely that you will. So if you can have one setback, be kind to yourself, get back on the horse the next day. And this is how to make habits stick, make them small, make them achievable, put things out so that, so if you want to go to the gym, put your exercise clothes out. If you want to uh, write 250 words a day, make it, make it a specific time. You know, have a routine around it. Make a cup of coffee, light a candle. I mean, you know, they always say this shit, light a candle. I tried to light a, <laughs> I tried to light some scented candles this week as well. I thought maybe that's a routine I should get into. And I just, they just gave me a headache. So scented candles, not for me. Yeah, that's another thing you need to do when, you, when you're trying to form habits. Um, you need to do stuff that works for your personality. I think one of the reasons why you resist so much because you really hate being told what to do. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, like for me, like I've been trying to get rid of, oh, not get rid of, I've been trying to limit my doom scrolling at night. Yeah. Because I'm the one that takes the phone at, and I in bed, I like read all the terrible news and then I fall asleep. And that's probably not the best uh, way to have a restful <laughs> how, night. <laughs> how are your dreams at the moment, TB? <laughs> oh, not, well, well, they're weird. But um, so what I've been doing is, because I mentioned in the intro that I've been listening to the audiobook, and that is my new nighttime routine, is um, I listen to the book before I go to bed. So um, it's kind of more relax, relaxing. And so I spend 20, 30 minutes listening to a book, and then, then I flip the phone over so I can't see all the news alerts that pop up. Um, and then, obviously, my uh, phone is silent for alerts. Except I forgot to do it the other morning, and the Boston News that I have um, decided to send me a message at 4 in the morning to tell me my my commute was going to be really terrible. And I was like, I don't commute. Why are you waking me up at 4? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so you have to know your personality. Like, for me to get to remember to do my habit, like, to remember to do stuff, like, I have reminders on my phone. Um, I have reminders for absolutely everything. It's ridiculous, the stuff I have to remind myself to do every single day, even though I'm a 48-year-old adult. It's one of those things, and part of it is, like, writing. I, like, write, like, what, what I'm working on, the title of what I'm working on. And then um, when I go to bed at night, I have to clear the reminders because I don't get to all of them all the time. But it's something I have to reconcile with myself like oh you didn't do this today and you said you were going to make sure you do it tomorrow and stuff like that and I need the accountability like that where I need to remember don't forget this because um, I'm also setting up certain rewards if I do make certain milestones and like right now it's just like if I get like certain stuff done I can watch my episode of Sanctuary if I don't I still have to work um and then I'm planning for a trip later this year, but I have to get all the other stuff done so I can afford the trip for that year, for the, later this year and stuff like that. So 
it's a for me it's a delicate balance between the carrot and the stick yes and i but i think the carrot and the stick is what james clear says in in his book as well because the the, the, his last two are the response and the reward so that's the same thing right carrot and stick it's like you got to try and like gamify it in your mind like if you if you can do the one that 500 words a day then you can watch your tv program like that and if you said it at a certain time then it's just like it becomes a habit that you do my my daily routine changes all the time i wish i could nail it down and, and have something that was the same all the time but it's just not what i do but you know there was a time where i used to leave the house every morning at half eight get to my cafe by nine write for two hours come home and you know and that was just something I did for like eight probably nine months a year I don't do that anymore but you know habits can always change but get into get into daily routines and you know it, you'll be amazed at what you can achieve like as James Clear says do you want this do you want this amazing quote to be habits are the compound interests of self-improvement and small gains really do add up so you know that goes to show that if you do write a thousand words a day or whatever, then eventually you'll have a first draft. Eventually you'll have a book. And then that's all comes from that. It's it. People think that you just suddenly get a book. It's not that. It's about just small, tiny things that you can do. Um, and they really can make the difference. And one other thing that um, they said in Atomic Habits that really struck with me is that winners and losers, well, if we, if we, if we use it, such binary and reductive language but you know the people who get shit done and the people that don't they all have the same goals right everybody starts off with the same goals but if you're the type of person that gets things done you get there by adopting productive habits and the other thing that i do remember that really struck with me is that look, maybe your goal is to achieve a thousand book sales say right so how are you going to do that? Well, you're going to do that by writing a thousand words a day. So it's not, you can't control the goal at the end, but what you can, can control is the process of how to get there and how to get a book out. And you can't really control the end result, like if that's your goal, but if you control the process and the systems around it, then you can make that book the best it can possibly be, you know, have the best cover, the best editing, the best story, the best craft, and then maybe those thousand people will buy it. But control the things you can control, I suppose. That is, isn't it? Yes, yes. And then also, as we keep saying, remember to be kind to yourself, too. Like, sometimes you're just going to... I had a truly awful day last week. Like, nothing I did went right. Like, absolutely nothing went right. And then I just quit work for the day because I was like, I'm just going to break things. <laughs> like, you know, do you ever have those days where, like, everything just gets worse and worse and worse? Yeah. And you're just like, it's probably better for me to, like, maybe just call it a day and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a, a little quibble with the quote you pulled for the Atomic Habits. Was it Atomic Habits quote? Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Did you have to pull one out that said compound interest? That sounds like math. <laughs> like, can we, uh, can we make that TV quote? Can we have it like translated for someone who doesn't do anything like that? Should we get an independent financial advisor to come on and uh, talk about compound interest? Would that, would that help? Yeah, that sounds like a riveting... <laughs> Nothing against people who uh, like that stuff. Nothing. This is not my. Uh, it's not my thing. It's not my yes. jam. And one example I was going to use was January. So we're in January, right? Um, I used to look on January the same as everybody else looks on January, right? The same as TB looks on January. It's a long month. It's a cold month. It's a grey month. Everybody's fat and and spotty from Christmas. You know, all that, all that sort of thing. Until one year, I just decided that no. 
I, I'm going to take the length, I mean, let's face it, January's 31 days, quite a lot of months are 31 days, but always January seems longer, but I'm going to take the length of January and make it work for me. Um, and so I reframed January and I decided to make January a really positive month. And it, this is just, it's just a habit that I've got into, right? There's nothing else to it. Now, when January rolls around, I don't even think about it. My initial thought is, oh my God, January, so full of possibility. There's so many days in January, the more days of any month in the year. And every single year this happens. I don't have to think about it anymore. It's just what happens in my mind because I have programmed myself. I brainwashed myself into loving January. And if you can do that, you can do anything. I can't drink the January Kool-Aid, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. just, I just don't know. Yeah, have, you I get past it. have you tried? I hate Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have Kool-Aid here, so I don't know what it is. What is it? Is it a fizzy drink? Back in my childhood, it was like a, a punch, like it was a powder that you would add and then add water to it and such. And it was just really super sweet. And I wasn't allowed to have a lot of sugar when I was a kid. So like whenever the other moms gave it to me, I was just like, uh, can I have water? I would love to embrace January for some reason. January is just in my head. Hey, it's really freaking cold and it's really miserable. And the weather has been absolute shite. Like just leaving my apartment is treacherous because this is pure ice right now. <laughs> But even, you know, even when the weather's rubbish in Whitstable, which it has been the last two times I've gone, I've still embraced it. Oh, and I've got another quote here from the uh, from James Clear's book. It says, the ultimate form of intrinsic motivation is when a habit becomes part of your identity. It's one thing to say, You're, I'm the type of person who wants this. It's something very different to say, I'm the type of person who is this. And that's what reminded me of January. Like, Jan I'm a January lover now, you know? I lead the January parade. I don't know what happens in February. Do I crash? I don't know. But January, loving January is now part of who I am. If you're leading the parade, are you like in a rainbow? What are, what's your color scheme? I think, I think it's got to be rainbow, right? I was just, I was curious if there was like a different January type of rainbow because yeah. I don't see rainbows in January. <laughs> well, I guess it did rain all day yeah, here yesterday, yeah. so we might have had a rainbow. There was actually rainbows in London. It really rained for the first bit of January, but I still kept my positive sunny outlook. Oh, and the other thing, habits must be obvious, easy and attractive and satisfying. Okay, those four things. And equally, if you want to break a bad habit, make it the opposite. So make them unappealing make them unsatisfying so uh, and, and put them out of sight so just as I'm dragging my yoga mat out to make it there so I can't trip over it if you if you're trying to not to eat chocolate don't buy it and if you've got some in your fridge get rid of it or hide it it's true actually it's what I do if, if I don't want to eat chocolate for a while I've got a I've got a chocolate tin <laughs> in a big cupboard I just put it all in there because I don't want to waste it I want it there for when I want the chocolate again but if it's out if it's in that tin I don't think about it I was wondering if you were like gonna throw it out from your fridge or something because that is a no-no no. like I'm like no I'm not gonna throw that out because no. there's gonna be that day I really want it <laughs> yeah I'm not I'm not that crazy <laughs> okay I've seen like the shows where like they go in and get rid of all the junk food and I'm like, I would be really upset. That costs money. <laughs> this is all very true. I guess what we're saying is that habits are really hard. They are, let's make no bones about it. They, they can be, they can be hard to form, but if you want to form them, make them small, make them easy and make them attractive 
um, and just start off really small. I know like when you hear people say, oh, just write 100 words a day, you just think, well, what's the point of that? Um, but there is a point because it just gets you into the habit. <laughs> there is. And also, I like to say every book is written one word at a time. It's true. So just getting a word down, it all builds. Yeah. It all built up, and then you finally get to the point where you do have a final product, and it's an amazing feeling. Yes, you do. And, uh, you know, I remember um, Melissa Braden, um, her of the uh, incredible uh, rom romances, and she I remember she was saying in a talk in GCLS that I, I saw on some YouTube channel, and she was saying that she wrote a lot of one of her books just in 20-minute bursts just because um, she had, uh, she, I think she'd just given birth to her first child. And so like she only had 20 minute bursts, so she was just writing in 20 minutes. Now, you know, people do that all the time, don't they? You always hear about um, about mums sort of dropping their kids at school and then writing in their car for an hour and then picking their kid up from whatever the activity is. The smallest amount of time can be productive, uh, but you've just got to make it a habit. You know, the people that do drop their kids at school and then write in the car, they know that they've got an hour and they know that's what they do. They don't go to a, a, a coffee house and doom scroll. They they just do that. It's a habit. Well, you doom scroll before bed. That's like the best way to relax. See, we are, we are both terrible. You do it before bed and I was doing it when I woke up. But you know what? This week I have broken the habit and I'm hoping it sticks. But it's a really, really hard one to get out of. Really hard. It is. It's really hard, like cooking, uh, kicking cookie dough. That's another hard. I'm really good at making bad habits. <laughs> I, they're my favorite. Hide the cookie dough and don't buy any more, okay? I'm out. I'm out. All right. I'm, I'm two weeks clean. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks dough free. Well done. <laughs> so if you want to if you want to see what you can achieve in the next three months or in the next six weeks, if you've become a druid in the time it's taken us to do this uh, podcast, uh, just think about like set your goal for six weeks time and then recalibrate become a druid in all but wearing the cloaks and having big pointy sticks that's not your thing go for it i don't care <laughs> i hope druids are all right have they ever done anything dodgy no idea no uh, idea might be spam i didn't study that part of history i yeah. was more uh, early 20th century which was not filled with a lot of fun no. stuff no but um i'm wondering do we need to declare a habit now i'm just spitballing here so i have none in mind but do we need to declare one and check in in six weeks okay yeah we can do that well i mean mine is it's really boring really fucking boring you know like i hope that i'd have better habits to bring to the table but they're just the normal stupid things like move more eat less <laughs> or eat better i suppose and regular writing blah 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 boring choose one okay choose one boring one and right. we'll we'll, uh, we'll keep track all I'm right well to think i'm gonna write um i'll write 750 words a day okay because right. I write less than you per day. Yeah, yes, but I think you do it more often, don't you? I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. I sent my book off. Uh, what like to the editor at the end of the second week of January? We're at the at the end of the fourth week of January. I haven't written anything else since then. So, but I've been in plotting phase. So, plotting an idea. I should I should clarify when I say a day, I mean Monday through Friday. Right. Well, me too. Uh, I think my goal is going to be yoga four to five times a week. So, And the other thing about goals is make them specific. So it's a bit like writing, really. If you want to do good writing, go deep. So go deeper. 
detail is your friend uh, drill down so don't just say don't just say like I just said I want to eat better just actually say I'm not going to eat this food uh, I am going to eat three meals a day or whatever you've got to be specific otherwise you won't get the, the results you want because you don't actually know what the results you want I thought you were going to say in your sex scenes go deeper oh TB I did not see that one coming <laughs> Well, I don't know. I think we're going to end the episode there. So, uh, yeah, tell us what you think. Uh, have you tried making new habits this January? Um, how are they going? How's it going? Do comment on the website, lesbianswhowrite.com. Uh, email us, lesbianswhowrite at gmail.com. Facebook us, Twitter us, at lesbianswhowrite, and Instagram me, at clairefic. And join us. And if you're going to start a new habit, let us know what it is so we can help you stay accountable. Yes. Yes, let's all be accountable to each other. And join us next time uh, when we'll be discussing something brilliant that we haven't thought of yet. Oh, can't wait. Yeah. It's always, it's always fun. Yeah. All right, until next time, take care. Keep writing. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Lesbians You Write. Follow us on Twitter at LesWhoWrite or show us some love on our website by leaving us a comment or buying us a coffee. And sign up to our newsletter while you're there to never miss another episode. Head over to lesbianswhowrite.com. Also, if you could take a moment to leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would help more listeners to discover us. Thanks so much and see you next time.